Hey, Clone Dance Partiers! This is Season 4, Episode 5, Human Raw Material. In this episode, Sarah helps her relationship with Kira and screws up her relationship with Fee. Kasima gets put in and literally meets her maker. Allison used to deal in prescription pharmaceuticals and isn't Sarah's sister's keeper. Crystal is so close, yet so, so far. And Ira is a little too close to his maker. I'm Liz. I'm Lynette. I'm Janice. I'm Matt. And I'm Will. Hello, Will. Welcome, Will. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for having me back. Thanks for being back. Always fun to come talk about Orphan Black. So, Will, Uh, you started a new podcast. Oh, yeah, since the last time I was here, I started the Sensate podcast about the Netflix show Sensate, which Matt and Lynette have both been on my podcast. Yes. Yeah. It's a great show, a lot of fun. It is a great show. Lots of fun. That's cool. I know I've convinced a couple people to watch Sensate, and I think today I convinced some people to watch Orphan Black because they knew I was had to rush to get home to do a podcast about it. Oh, good. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think I convinced my parents today. Nice. Well, the show's just right up my dad's alley, so. <clears throat> Why haven't they watched it so far? Like, what's been the holdup? Um, they watch everything else. Like, literally, if it's on TV, they watch mm-hmm. it. So it's a timing, a time issue thing. Yeah. Well, but still, your their daughter is podcasting about it. That was my point. Um, but yeah, I think I finally got my, my dad on board. And if my dad puts it on, my mom will just have to watch. Um, so this is a pretty heavy episode. I mean, we're, we're at Wait, 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 wait. Will has something else he wants to plug, a future podcast. Oh, Will, plug something else. Oh yeah, sometime this year, most likely, Matt and I will be doing Spartacast about the star series Spartacus. Yay! A lot of fun, a lot of blood, a lot of nudity and stuff. <laughs> a lot of fun. All good things, yeah. yeah. Wait, nudity on a paid cable channel? No, no way. way. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it, but Will has, so I'll be the newbie. Yeah, probably going to be doing like two episodes of the show per podcast. Yep, that's the plan. And uh, not a scene-by-scene breakdown, more like this, where we just talk about whatever we want to talk about, in the order we do want to talk about. Yep. Yeah, you guys were inspiration for my Sensei podcast. I didn't want to do any scene-by-scene recaps, just kind (laughs) of sit down and talk about it. Aww, thank you. But I agree that that's the best way to go, because scene-by-scene can get... A little tedious, a lot of work. you got to actually document everything if you want to really do a good recap. It starts to be work, and then that's not any fun anymore, is it? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not... So, hey, Crystal in a workout outfit. Ooh. Right? Yeah. And so, is she a little too strong? I'm not saying that small women yeah. can't be strong. She's a, she's a clone. But was she a little extra strong? Hmm. She's pretty strong. Is that her mutant power? Well, I was saying is she's a clone. Clone power. Clone power, babe. Do we know power about the clones? Activate. Well, they all seem to heal fairly quickly, except for in regards to the autoimmune disorder. 
So, um, bad wig though. I, did they change her wig? Possibly. I remember her hair looking better last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This time, I didn't care for this wig. It looked like a wig. Well, she was a little harried both times. She was getting a workout, and she was on a totally professional undercover mission <laughs> in which she was harassed by Ronnie um, and then, you know, seized by guards. And then she saw Ira. Yeah, but it wasn't when she was having all that happen that I didn't like her hair. It was just looking at her, it just looked like a wig. When looking at her from a full facial thing, even before any of that happened, it looked less like hair than it did last time. I see her, it didn't bug me. I, I didn't even notice it. Maybe I have a wig thing. Maybe. Maybe. This, I, her wig was not as bad as MK's, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I think MK's wig being bad is more on purpose because MK has bad hair. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, she's also trying to hide something. Yeah. So her her wig looks off because because of that, I think. Partly. Yeah. She doesn't seem like she takes great care of herself. So um yeah, I think MK's is more of a character choice type thing. So, I think uh, high metabolism is another trait of the clones because they all have the same body type. <laughs> they do. They and do. Helena eats. Uh, Helena eats like crazy, and she's still and in shape. They could put Tatiana in a, a fat suit. They could, but they they don't all have the exact same shape. Like like Allison is definitely the most toned. Because she does her booty boot camp works out, workouts in the living room. But Crystal was way more muscular. Cosima and Sarah are kind of... Well, it's they... also how they carry themselves. And right, but know, Sarah also... slouches and, yeah. and, and Allison's very rigid. So. But we've seen Sarah naked, and she's or mostly naked. And she doesn't have definition in her abs and her legs and stuff the way that Allison and Crystal do. Um... How the heck did they manage to pull that off? Magic and makeup. It has to be. And and t- probably tighter fitting clothes. Okay. Well, I'm talking when we can see skin. Not just through their clothes. Hmm. That we haven't seen. Well, no, but I meant, you know, I think um, part of it was that they, that Tatiana was probably wearing a very tight outfit when she was crystal. Well, yes, but when Crystal was in her little booty shorts and sports bra, like, mm-hmm. we could see her abs and everything, and when we've seen Allison work out, we can see her, her midriff and everything, and we've seen right. Sarah's, and we saw Kasima's back in season one. Um, and then Helena always looks just gaunt. Um, except for, well, now she's she's been around the clones a little bit more, and she's more... Um, She's filled out a little bit. But the first season, she was really gaunt and really drawn in. And, like, when she had her shirt off and we saw her um, doctoring her wound, like, there was a lot more bone showing than the other clones. So while they're, I mean, they're clones, so they're going to be 
fairly similar. I do think that there's that they try very hard to make a difference in their body shapes and types, so that it's not all just. They probably do certain things with makeup and yeah. effects, and when when they show Allison like in a I don't know an exercise outfit, they probably use certain <laughs> sprays and colors to accentuate her abdominal muscles. Yeah, they don't do at other times, I guess. And I think that they put in. When Crystal was in that tight little dress, I think they had butt pads in her. Mm. Because, I mean, Tatiana doesn't have a small butt by any means, but Crystal's was just a little extra oomphy. Yeah, they could definitely pad the the posterior and also the 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 front, <laughs> the, the breast <laughs> they could pad. Mm-hmm. The, the boobs certain... met? Yeah, the breasts. <laughs> okay. The breasts, the boobs, Elizabeth, yes. Okay. They can, um, <laughs> they can pad just to you know, accentuate certain things. Yeah, But they do pad because Cosima has the biggest. Yeah, Cosima yeah, has the largest boobs. Yeah. And it looks natural. Yeah. But I mean, they could definitely they could definitely have a clone who, due to circumstances, poor diet, you know, lack of nutrition, is just heavier than the others. Yeah. It could. Um, you know. But as we're as we're learning through Brightborn, um, which I kind of think Lita is kind of the original Brightborn, um, or at least the basis of it, that they made specific people for a specific reason. And even though we've seen Kendall later in life, and Kendall isn't very thin, um, I think they chose the genetics to have the thinner model, essentially. Right, they bred it out of them, almost yeah. the propensity toward obesity and, yeah. Exactly. It's, uh, this episode was very Gattaca, which is one of my favorite movies. Has everyone seen Gattaca? Yeah. Yes. No. Who said no. no? Who said no? Lynette? Uh, Lynette. And Liz. Lynette. And, oh, Liz. Oh, if you have any interest at all in genetics and engineering, like, better people and all that, you should check that movie out. It's very... um. Makes me cry at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Good. So, so recommend the crying movie to the pregnant lady. All right. <laughs> I'll check that out. Gattaca, huh? Gattaca. I just saw it for the first time very recently. It's oh, really? Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's very uh, inspirational. All right. So, do we want to keep talking about Crystal since we're already talking about her? Sure. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's, well, uh, I love I Crystal. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. The reaction that Donnie had when he first saw her. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's another you. <laughs> <laughs> the way she comes in all bubbly and like, oh, look at that baby, and they're like, and then like, what is going on? <laughs> Who is this? Love her. Oh, I love her so much. Well, and I just love the fact that, oh my god, I'm late to my own pregnancy. <laughs> I know. I love that. <laughs> like, oh, I just want to hug her. And maybe let her give me a manicure, because apparently she gives really good ones. Um, I like her, liked her talk about being, being in the healing arts. Yes. Yeah. She she's a manicurist. Yeah. No, she's a beautician. Yeah. Well, that could be healing. 
Absolutely. I got a great pedicure this week. It was very healing. Hmm, now I'm going to have to see for myself then. <laughs> Get a mani pedi. No one's touching my feet. Okay, I don't want to. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't offer. <laughs> Somebody out there else watches Seinfeld. And gets that oh, got it. Okay, sorry. Oh. Um, but yeah, so, and I liked, uh, oh, Crystal, um, when she was talking about pregnant lady, like, mommy has a mustache, mommy needs bleach. Yes. Like, no, pregnant ladies just get hair sometimes. Shut up and leave her alone. (laughs) (laughs) And her beating the shit out of Donnie, that was hilarious. Yeah, I know, Donnie, like, totally blew his cover calls her by name and everything like how do you know my name right you could have recovered from that a little better maybe you could have said yeah i know dr cormier we were friends or something or she helped mm-hmm. us instead of yeah. getting punched in the face god he's he's well he's a dummy <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's not good at the undercover no and, and well he tried to be he tried to like run lines with allison and she's like you just wing it like no we don't have to practice some people need preparation, yeah. Yeah. And Donnie, oh, and Donnie does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does, yeah. Well, it's important to the story, Allison. Not everyone is an accomplished, practiced liar as you, Allison. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it all just come naturally to everybody. So that was pretty funny. Yeah, she... What does she say to Donnie? Like, scoot, or... What's she... She dismisses him. It was so funny the way she did it. Um, How long before Pitter patter. Pitter patter. Yes, pitter patter. How long do you think it'll be before Crystal finds out the truth? Like sometime this season. I really hope so because I think she would be a good, like, partner. Yeah. On the other hand, it'd be kind of funny if we got to the end of the show and she never found out. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah. The final scene of the show is her just completely oblivious going about her life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like maybe all the clones are having uh, like dinner or something at a restaurant and she just walks in and wa- walks past them and doesn't even see them. <laughs> especially, well, she'd be good, especially since Allison isn't pulling her weight. Well, see, I've had, I've had problems with how um, Sarah's been this season. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but you were right, Liz. She had she had good moments in this episode, really good moments with Kara. And yeah. then, she, you know, nasty moments with Allison and nasty moments with Felix. Well, the nasty moments with um, Allison was just sister shit. <laughs> like, to me... But it was the same... But, but I mean, she was really dismissive, you know, um... She's just, I don't care what, you know, I don't care about you. I don't care what you've been doing. Just keep art out of this. And I thought, you know, come on. Well, I can understand that she was rude about it, but also keep art out of it. He's done a lot for the girls. He has. And yes, absolutely. But just her, you know, just the way she went about it was just not, it was just really insensitive. Very yeah. self-centered. Um, you know, they're all dealing with things. Yeah. 
Well, Allison won that election, so she's the whatever she is. <laughs> whatever she is. <laughs> yes, we don't even remember. School board, maybe? I don't know. I think so. Something. Yeah, like a trustee something. of some sort for yeah, somewhere? a trustee, maybe. I don't know. Um <laughs> Yeah, maybe she'll be brought back. I know like you guys were saying um, last year that she's kind of off in her own story. So maybe they were, <laughs> maybe they'll bring her back into the fold more. Well, they already kind of have with her being in investigating Brightborn. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, but honestly, though, if I were Sarah, and I saw that Gen Tech was part of or Gen Connect, whatever it is, was part of Brightborn. I would be super, like, I I think I would have done the same thing. Oh, I definitely would have done the same thing. Absolutely. Um, I, I think it's unfortunate she couldn't have um, controlled herself a little more so that she didn't let Felix know what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like... Felix doesn't see that there's any chance at all that something could be amiss because that shit doesn't happen to him. That shit happens to Sarah. So he's totally not willing to like admit that something could be off. Yeah. He, he was at a, he was off in this episode too. I mean, he never should have brought Adele to the safe house. Oh my God. No, that was, yeah, no, he absolutely shouldn't have done that. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel sympathetic towards him, but that, you know, he just yeah, he lost points for that, definitely. Yeah, he should not have brought Adele, and um, he's just, he's not, like I said, he, he, you know, this kind of shit happens to Sarah, not to him, so he, like, the chance that Adele could possibly not be his sister, like, he just so badly wants to have his own kin that, yeah, that he's... Yeah, yeah, he's just oblivious to everything, and uh, that's unfortunate because Sarah couldn't sit down and say, "Hey, listen," you know. She even said, "Listen, it's part of Brightborn," and instead of him going, "Oh, really? Maybe we should look into this," or you know, whatever, he's like, "Oh my God, you're still on that." Yeah, like yeah, I just told you that you found your sister through fucking the illusion, dude. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that is an important thing, and it could just be a coincidence. However, we're on a show called Orphan Black, and coincidences are not a thing. <laughs> so, yeah, I just felt like um, both of them were being tiny children, and Mrs. S called them on it, and it was hilarious. And, and do you think Sarah was honest? I wondered that. Um, uh, you know, but it seems like an awful risk to take. Well, she's already seen the safe house. She's already met Kira and Mrs. S. Right. Um, I don't think she was being honest about it. And I think the reason, for me, I think the reason that uh, Siobhan was being like, you're part of the family, is like, now she thinks, I got to keep my eye on you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I think Sarah knows something. Hmm, I figure she was being honest, but for some reason I still don't quite trust Adele. I think something's going to be going on with her. Yeah. I predicted, I get, not really predicted, but I just had this feeling that, yeah, it's going to be revealed that she's his legitimate sister. It just seemed like it'd be too convenient for Sarah to be right. 
Well, you know, you know, I don't, I think that, you know, he, she is maybe that, you know, that is testing she is his sister. That doesn't mean her motivation is good. Right. Or that her stuff is right. real. Yeah. Father. Right. Yeah, she could have some other agenda, but. Yeah, I mean, she could be, you know, an agent for, you know, the illusions or whatever, you know. You know, they they raised those people before. Look at Rachel. Yeah. I don't trust her at all. And, you know, and you guys are talking about, you know, how Felix has always been, like, the supporting on the sideline kind of thing. He hasn't been the actual right um, attack of everything. So he doesn't really understand where Sarah is at. And Sarah doesn't really understand where he's at either. Yeah. This could all put him in that place where he finally understands. So, I, you know, I give him some slide on being self-centered about stuff. Yeah. You know, he has a life, you know, or he wants to have a life. Yeah. But he doesn't quite know uh, quite know what it's like to be the center of all attacks. So. No, he doesn't. Well, I will say this, though. I mean, Kira seems to like Adele, and we think that mm-hmm. Kira has good instincts. Yeah, that's true. So that was you know that gave me pause she didn't like her at first she gave her quite a look <laughs> that's true she, yeah she um she did warm to her yeah and i thought it was fairly quickly yeah it was pretty quick um well kira kira is smart i mean she could be playing yeah, I, I agree with you on that, too. She's a pretty smart cookie. She may be just like, okay, we got to figure out what she's up to, and she's important to Felix, so. Right. Kind of like a chiffon kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And so, speaking of our special Kira, she can feel the Lita clones. Mm-hmm. I was so happy they gave that girl some more acting time. You know? Which she's so- you mean you mean the actress who plays Kira? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I think there's a lot of potential there. But usually it's like Kira gets one or two lines and right. that's it. She actually had dialogue with her mom this time. A lot more. Well, she has had small scenes, like, you know, when they were at the house and they were all about to get killed and stuff like that. But this seemed like it was a more complete conversation. Yeah. Um, And the scene, um, well, I mean, we're skipping around, but that scene where, you know, towards the end where Sarah gets a phone call from Scott and, um, and Felix says, okay, she really is my sister, isn't she? And... And um, uh, Sarah looks really, she looks really kind of heartbroken. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not only just that she's upset because she really wants Adele out of there. It's almost like, wow, you have this connection with Felix that I don't. And I thought Kira was going to, like, you know, lambast Sarah for do, you know for doing this, but... Kira was on Sarah's side, and she just realized how upset her mom was, and she took her out of the room. I thought that was amazing. It was. It yeah, was beautiful. It was. Um, and, it, and it leads into, into Kira saying, I can feel this, you know, I can feel your sisters, and I can feel you too. Right. Yeah. And she knows how either heartbroken Sarah is because 
Felix has this person or because she knows Sarah was lying and is scared. Hmm. And she could have pulled Sarah out of the room because she knows that Sarah isn't going to be able to keep the scared under wraps. She's going to end up blowing yeah. it if she hmm. is lying. In whatever case, she would be very protective. Yeah. Yeah. Which was really sweet. It was. I mean, I think I think Adele must be, really must be Felix's brother, but somehow she's been identified by, you know, the neolutionists or something and, and, you know, and put into place, kind of. Yes. Well, and like she said, since her father died, she's been, you know, just kind of all over the place and in a bad place. They could be, you know, helping her fix that. Right. In whatever form that takes. So do we want to talk about Evie Cho? Evie uh, Cho is kind of dumb. In what way? So she's met the clones before. Right. We know she's at least met Beth. And so she assumes that uh, Crystal is... Sarah. Is Sarah. Yeah. Well, why... I mean, why wouldn't she assume that? Well, because there's more than one clone. It makes me think that she doesn't know as much as as everyone else, so she's kind of a peon or a... Of what do you want to call it? Lackey. She isn't really aware of every, everything, every clone. Right. Susan would be, of course, but yeah, I just... not she is really up on everything. Well, why wouldn't she? Okay. Why wouldn't? She, all right. She sees Alita clone. Why are you saying? Why would she? Why should she assume it's Sarah? Yeah, like she sees Alita clone. She sees Crystal, and is just like. Maybe she only knows about Sarah and maybe one other one. Maybe she doesn't know about the rest of them. I, I, I don't see that. Like, she was high up in the illusion. She was, I feel like she knew there was a lot of clones. Maybe Sarah's the one that they would expect to be going undercover, oh. trying to break into. I was going to say that she's got a history of doing that. <laughs> yeah. Right. She's going on the assumption of behavior. She would think it would be Sarah because, but Sarah, really, and Sarah's never that ostentatious when she does it. Yeah, but she's the only one they've ever really caught at it. Um, yeah, but they've caught Sarah in the back rooms wearing all black and a hoodie and looking like Sarah, but not wearing a wig, they... drawing tons of attention to herself. Well, have they? You know, but again, has has Evie? been told everything you know look out for this you know look out for you know a clone who's doing this I you know, I don't know well and, and it still never dawns on Evie that there could be more than one clone like we know there's like five right. in that area like to just assume that there's only one you know I don't know I just felt like Evie was kind of, and every time she was told she was wrong, she was like, I know the clones. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It could just be that I don't like her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, no, she's replaced Angie in your heart. No one can replace. Your hate. (laughs) Your hate heart. (laughs) 
No one can replace DeAngelis. Uh. Uh. If I have a problem with this episode, it's that there was too much in the way of like coincidence. Like the day that they were going to go in for the orientation, and that they were go- Evie just happens to be there. Right. I was like, okay, yeah. well, that seems like they've just invented the drama for the sake of, you know, drama's sake, but all right, I guess I'll go with it. And then Susan Duncan's there, and it's like, okay. Really? This is just too much. Yeah. With Ira. With then, Ira, yep. No. Yep. And then Crystal shows yeah, up. And then Crystal. Crystal, <laughs> Crystal's there, and it's like, okay, like, you can have one of the three. You can't have all three. <laughs> but for me... Susan being there wasn't necessarily a coincidence because um, they made copies of Donnie and Felix's IDs, right? Their fake IDs? Yes. Yeah. Susan knows all of her clones. She knows who's self-aware. She knows who Donnie and Felix are. She knows that Donnie is married to Allison and Felix is Sarah's brother. So she might have been there because she knew. Well, she may have been there because Evie was going to be there. Yeah. And she's going to keep tabs on her little on her hench. Yeah, she, yeah, she was like not talking all that sweetly to Evie. I don't know if I can. I missed a lot of the conversation, but it was like she was being like not happy with Evie. I have a question. I have. Why did Crystal react so badly to Ira when he, she saw him? I don't remember what happened with that. Because uh, because and I can't remember the, Crystal. The two um, because two of the the Castor clones tried to kidnap her. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Yes, I that was last. Her. That was last season. Yeah, I forgot about how the details were. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. He looked a little like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then yeah, he, he, he kind of had this look like, oh, one of my idiot brothers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I really like Ira. I He's intriguing. Far more, yeah, far wow. more than any of the other casters. I like, this okay. guy has a personality. Like, I'm, I'm interested in what he's going to bring to the to the table. And then I never felt that way about any of the others. It's like, all right, these guys are just... What? Well, Creepy. I might have felt that way before the um, the last scene of this episode, but no more. Oh, he, it's freaky as shit, but <laughs> it's interesting. It's, it's... <laughs> I don't know. For me, like, so the caster clones we met last season, all the military boys, they were kind of off and weird. Well, I, and, I had sympathy and, for them. It kind of bugged me. Mm-hmm. And they were a little creepy, but they were... Well, they were also similar. Well, yeah, they were so similar. And, you know, if if we had followed... If the show followed the Caster Boys and not the Lita Girls, you know, maybe we would have felt the same way when we saw the Lita clones. You know what I mean? Maybe. I mean, I kind of like the one that was trying to do good. But, yeah, Mar- yeah Mark was fine. Mm-hmm. Mark seemed the most different. But Ira here is just so utterly serial killery. Yeah. Crazy eyes, dead inside. Ugh, creepy. Mm. Okay, I you know what? 
I don't know, that whole, uh, what do you call it? What is it? Uh, that whole in the in the swimming pool with uh, Susan. Uh, no, sorry, that was just too. Uh, yeah, as soon as as soon as Susan walks up to the swimming pool, no, like, oh, ew, no, 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 like can't look away. That's right. <laughs> Goodwill. It's like no, don't do it. No, no. <laughs> so it's straight up Norma Norman Batesitch. Yeah. Oh my uh, no, so no, 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 and ew. I was right. Ew. <laughs> that lines you don't want to cross, people. <laughs> and then like I just texted Lynette, just ew, 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 ew. She's like I haven't watched it yet, and I was like just you'll see it. You'll know. Yeah. <laughs> ew, ew. ew. <laughs> Just ew, 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 ew. and then like since I that part is seared into my brain, I didn't need to rewatch that part. <laughs> so as soon as that part came on, I was like, "And good, time to go off now." <laughs> We're done. No, was that more or less disturbing than the baby? It was more. more. I'm sorry. It was more disturbing. The baby. I'm a nurse, so I've seen some things. Okay, so it, that was more disturbing than the baby. <laughs> well, and the baby. The ba- baby made me sympathetic. I was yeah. For the the, the baby made me really sad, and more interested in what was happening happening in the um. I know there's in, in the genetics and stuff. Yeah, but the the room of the pregnant carriers. Yeah, which we're now we know to... what uh, Neo Girl meant. Yeah, when she said she was a carrier, Gina or Trixie or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, she was a carrier. Now Trina. We know. Trina, Trina, thank you. Yeah. So now we yeah, know that, what Trina meant, but that room full of all the pregnant ladies, and they couldn't leave. Yeah, I know. It was very frightening. You know, I, I don't know if the baby was supposed to invoke uh, shock or whatever, but it didn't for me. It just, I just had a lot of sympathy and pain for the child and the mother. Uh, so, I, so definitely the... Swimming pool was way worse. <laughs> I think I think the child was there to elicit um, our anger. It worked because we saw we've seen the Lita clones and they're adults with a autoimmune disorder, or most of them are. And we saw the Caster clones as adults with a disorder, and we've seen Charlotte. And she has a bum leg, and occasionally she coughs up blood. And we knew that there was 400 tries before Charlotte. But we never saw any of them. Yeah, we never saw any of what the, what, what the ones that things went wrong with. and We saw it today. Mm-hmm. Or in this episode. So do we think that's what Beth saw? Which is what drove her to commit suicide? I don't know. Because she's got, you know, I was wondering this. When you see her in the first episode, she's got this key card. And I didn't know what the symbol on it was, but the symbol on it was the bright was the brightborn symbol. Oh my God, you are so right. You are so observant. And you are so yeah, right. super and observant there, Janice. You're my hero. And, and, and she's come. Okay, she comes back with blood on her hands, and I thought, you know, I thought it was the internal affairs guy. But then you see Evie, and she's got some. She's got like a, a something on her cheek. Yeah, I noticed her scar today. She so, didn't have a star when we saw her in episode one of this season. You're right. So. Yeah, maybe. I, so I think Beth went to do some reconnoitering and she, I, 
maybe and because seeing a baby like that if you're not used to it could very well drive you that that i could see driving her to suicide well she felt like she was yeah part of the responsible for that i bet you she maybe she saw more than one baby yeah so you know she might have had it like a an altercation with evie and evie mentions you know the last time a leader clone was in here that you know Mm -hmm. didn't end well okay yeah or 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 Mm-hmm. She saw Ira and Susan in the swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Um, so I, you know, I think what got me about Evie, reflecting on this episode, when she was giving her speech about how she was so sick, and you know her parents mortgaged the house, and in 1994, right? It was 94. I think something like that. I didn't pay that close attention. She says, um, dates are always important, Janice. Didn't you ever Sorry. study history? Mm. Sorry. Burn. Um, <laughs> she found, you know, they, yeah, 1994. Um, she got into this gene trial, this gene therapy trial and all that. And she became a bioengineer. And as an engineer, if she sees something that's not perfect, she wants to fix it. And I think that's when I started really hating her because the imperfections among humans is what makes us different. And that's super important for actual evolution. Yes, it is very important. Uh, yeah. But, but you know, what's interesting is I don't think Cosima reacted that way. Cosima, you know, when she started talking, when Ibito started talking about that, Cosima was really interested. Her science, her inner science geek, just couldn't ha- couldn't help it. She was oh like, no, definitely, definitely. But and Cosima points out to Susan, and Susan makes it out to be a confirmation bias, but it's not. I'll put money on it that it's not. That all the babies have dimples. Mm-hmm. The babies have dimples because babies with dimples are cuter. Mm-hmm. Um, which means that if something else is a little off about your kid, the dimples save it. <laughs> but um, I have dimples. You have a no, and you're adorable. Well, I love your dimples. Would you come over here so I can pinch your cheeks? Sure. Um, hey, I've got to see Will's dimples in person. So have yeah. I. Well, I probably dimples. wasn't smiling. No, I'm kidding, Matt. <laughs> um, Will and I shared a bed room together. <laughs> well, Will and I shared sushi. Oh, uh, yeah, that is a greater bond. I did too. And Lynette, yes. yes. But I was I was battling I was battling Matt there, Lynette. Come on. Um, <laughs> she just has to win. I do have to win. <laughs> okay. So, um I bet there will be issues if two brightborns try to reproduce naturally. Okay, so it, I bet they could, they, they could, but I bet there would be a higher instances of miscarriage and a higher instance of genetic defects, genetic defects, or they they like learning disabilities, maybe behavioral problems, higher instance of uh, mental instability. Um, Definitely that. I do I do not think that two brightborns if they conceived, 
would have a genetically superior child. So two negatives aren't going to make a positive? Correct. I think that if two bright boards try and conceive, they would end up having to have a nut, like, go in for IVF. Right. And have, uh, there would be, if Evie has her way, there would be no more natural selection. So, yeah, so it would be, there would be, they would be too fragile. Their genetic makeup DNA would be too fragile already to uh, do copy copy or whatever. Yeah. It would be too copy to ming- it would be too fragile to mingle or too rigid. To rigid? Mingle. Oh, maybe that too. Yeah. Um here's here's something that I'm concerned about is what do they do with all those uh air quotes de- defective babies? And um, what do they tell the moms and what are they doing with the moms? Are they well, giving them like going out and stealing good babies and giving them to the moms or are they killing off no, the moms? Those, those babies are experiments. Okay, well, have, well, let's listen to Elizabeth's, like, legitimate answer, and then I will give you my jokey answer to your question. Okay. Um, those babies are experiments. Okay. I don't, because the Brightborn is IVF. It's you giving birth to your own kid. So, um, those babies are the ones from, like, Susan and um, Kasima were talking about the donated, quote, unquote, embryos. Those are the donated embryos for research. And their stem cells end up in makeup. Because Crystal isn't okay. wrong. Right, okay, but my question is, so the mothers aren't a concern, right? Because they're, they volunteered to have this done to them, and who cares, or what? But no, no, what I, I mean, the, the mothers are, are a concern, but they're carriers. They're not... They're not going in there to, they're not like somebody who can't conceive. Yeah, they're not going in there to have the baby. Okay, they're so, going okay. in there to carry. They're getting par- getting paid to carry. They're they're being surrogates. Yes, really. surrogates. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's but I I do think that some of the the baby stem cells end up in the makeup. Okay, so here's my next question: What are they doing with those babies? You mean what happened to that baby after yeah, was born? That baby, nothing good. <laughs> when are watching this, when watching this, it reminded me of The Simpsons. When this veterinarian is trying to perform, like, trying to resuscitate a hamster, and he goes, mm-hmm. this is the part of the job I hate, because it flatlines, and he just throws it against the wall, and it goes through a basketball hoop into the trash. <laughs> That's what I was imagining <laughs> they did with the baby. Uh. Is that you joking, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I like the embarrassment in your voice, Matt. That's a, that's a 10 out of 10 there. Make that joke better. And if, you, and if you want to, you can go into the Facebook group and click on the link to a, to a GIF of that. I'm really glad you changed oh, yeah, the pronunciation because I was about to mock you. Now that's going to be in my mind. The bouncy babies. But yeah, no, nothing oh. good. Those babies don't survive. A, I don't think that baby could survive. No, I don't think so. And even if it did, they wouldn't do anything to help support it survive. It would eventually die on its own. Yeah, you're right. So, but they will, they will, I don't know, harvest its genome or, I don't know, or something for more, it, it goes into being research. It, it, the, the carried babies, the surrogate babies are research. They are not. People. They're just basically harvested. Yeah, right? they're harvested research. They're not people. Okay, so I'm, I, I, I think I maybe feel better about the mother part because I was thinking these are women that go in there under the presumption of they were going to have a healthy baby for them, 
But these aren't those mothers. Yeah, these this, aren't the... this wasn't that mom. This was a this was a surrogate carrier situation. Okay, okay, good. And may I add, gross? Yes. <sighs> um, and I like the fact that they brought in the beautiful babies to show the, you know, to answer the prenatal questions. The answering of the prenatal questions was, look how cute my baby is. I know. Well, it worked on Donnie. Oh, okay, so yeah. He was, he was smitten. He, he was. was. He was. And that was the other thing that got me. Was the mom was like, oh, I'm sure our house would have been full of love if we had adopted. Like, the way that adoption and um, surrogacy and other forms of not carrying your own child are being talked about in this season without it being obvious that they're that it's being portrayed in a negative light is really frustrating because some people no matter their gender or sex don't want to have kids and some that do want to have kids don't want to carry it themselves either they want to use a surrogate or they want to adopt yeah so the way the way it Babies coming into this world is being talked about this season. Kind of, kind of has me annoyed, especially the way they keep talking about adoption. Yeah, me too. You, you know, I know, I know someone personal, very close to me, because I can't say their name because that wouldn't be right to them. Right. Who never, ever wanted to have a baby ever, physically give birth to a child. Yeah. A whole lot of the whole thought of it just freaks them out. That did not mean they did not want to be a mother. Yeah, they just they just they chose a different way of becoming a mother, you know. So, and it you know and it was totally completely valid. It meant oh, just way as much, you know. Yeah. Because such a conscious choice about it, you know. Uh, so I I have issues with how they're dealing with this. Yeah, I, I just I don't like the way they're portraying it. They're not portraying it in a way that the audience is supposed to see that obviously the portrayers are wrong or closed minded or whatever. It's being portrayed as truth. Yeah, I don't, I don't know because they're portraying birth pretty creepily. A lady gave birth and the baby was not a good. Maybe yeah, adoption. Ba- maybe they're making a case for adoption. But that baby <laughs> wasn't supposed to be good. That baby is supposed to be science. I I know, but it was it wasn't adoption. Like if you saw that baby, maybe you'd be like, yeah, I think I'll adopt. Thanks. Uh, but like the way the 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 IVF. Brightborn women, and uh, and even Allison talking about. Yes, but they're all it. of the, they're all of a type. You know the. Yeah, but that's every, the only everyone's seeing. Well, right. That's the plot. <laughs> <laughs> like they obviously want it. They want an experience that they can't have with adoption. The carrying the baby to term is the experience they want to have doesn't necessarily mean that it invalidates the other experience. No, no, no. It's the way they talk about the other experiences. Like the woman with the baby. You know, oh, I'm sure if we adopted, our house would have been full of love. Like, well, it was, it was know, the attitude it, in her voice. Yeah, it could be that, you know, they are putting out some, you know, major flaws in how we deal with uh, issues of family and adoption, and, and too. And and all that, yeah. Yeah, you know, because I think they do push to women and men and families that um, giving birth is the best way to go. And 
somehow adoption is uh, a consolation prize. Yeah, or and less maybe, than. Maybe, or... You know, maybe they're, you know, putting that out there into light because I see them, were, you know, showing um, adoptive families very positively. Let me look at Siobhan and, and, and the kids and, and, you know, Allison and everything. I mean, I do see them showing that, you know, chosen family just means just as much too. It's just maybe we just have to switch, switch how they're dealing. I mean, because I was kind of offended when that woman was talking about her perfect little baby and yeah. that, you know, and I was like, maybe that's the point. Maybe they wanted us to be offended. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I think they did because those people are creepy. They are. Very. <laughs> I don't I don't think that having this plot line and seeing these women and, and like, is a validation of of a belief that natural birth is better than adoption. I don't think that they're making a statement. They're just showing us a certain group of people who all have that same uh, philosophy, mindset, and they're not portraying them very flatteringly. I don't think they are. Okay. But I will keep an eye out for it, and you're open, and I will – maybe I'm wrong, so we'll see. Yeah. Thank you. You Keep our perspective because I think that – uh, I have um, I have a little bit of a what is the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't have good perspective on it. I get upset about it too, you know, because you know. Yeah, and I I, I, I could, very, does, I could so. very well be the same way. Yeah. Um. So, um, jumping back around. Just to jump to the left. Um. Step to the right. Uh, can we talk a little bit more about Crystal and how amazing she is that she's stealing cosmetics? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so is Crystal stealing the cosmetics because she's going to try and find a way to test them for human DNA? And how is she going to do that? Or does she just really want to use them herself and see if her eyelids grow teeth? I think she just says she sees stuff and she wants it, so she takes it. Yeah, I think so. I'm really interested in uh, about cosmetics. Like, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm a healer. I need this stuff. Give him back. <laughs> uh, they probably have, you know, the best cosmetics in the world. <laughs> she just wants well, yeah, but Crystal's out. a whistleblower because obviously there's stem cells in it. Because yeah. the eyelid teeth. Oh, gross. <laughs> oh, so gross. And I love Donnie. Eyelid teeth. That's why you're here. You're not, you don't even, that's why you're here? Like, that just cracked me up. That's the best kind of thing when you meet somebody and they're so like earnest and serious and you're like I'm taking this person so seriously and then they say something so dumb and you're like oh, oh. never mind <laughs> right and especially Donnie he can't hide that Donnie just Donnie has the worst poker face uh, another <laughs> so yeah, just another side note when they were uh, Donnie and Cosima were whispering during Evie's presentation yeah. I was like, shut up. Like, she's going to look over at you. Like, don't you? I thought you were trying to be anonymous. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, Evie does look in their direction and she doesn't notice Cosima. Because mm-hmm. she's not as smart as she thinks she is. Okay, talking about Evie, uh, and Donnie, Donnie acts like pretty much, I think, a normal person would if they were in a situation, but just, does Evie not have any pupils or what is up with her eyeballs? She's Neolution. They're designed to always be perfect. She has no pupil. She has no iris or anything. It's all just like a little marble, black marbles. She has really dark colored eyes, but... Okay. 
She looks like a robot. I think that's the point. Mm. <laughs> I just saw that. I just saw that gif. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, So, no, what I was going to mention was um, the internal affairs guy. Oh, Oh, I call him Beardo. Beardo, yes. (laughs) Um, Talking to Art. Doesn't she look just like Beth? I don't see it. Yeah, that was that was strange. I thought on Art's part, I would have just shouldn't he just said, "Yeah, I see what you you mean." Yeah. Doppelganger, huh. you know, like that happens. Well, I think um, internal affairs guy who we know is working with the illusion. I think he was just trying to see how much Art knows. He was threatening him, and so um, I think Art calling Sarah right away may have given away. Like, the fact that right after that conversation, he then immediately calls somebody. Yeah, he doesn't even go anywhere private. He just sort of... Right. No, just yeah. whips it out. Yeah. <laughs> just, um, so I think we're going to see more of Beardo following uh, Art around. So he's yeah, didn't the new... He say, yeah, didn't he say to Art, uh, well, you should concentrate on your own family, which sounds like a threat to me. Yeah, but... definitely. And here, I want to I want to make a point. I knew this guy uh, years and years and years ago who was greasy all over, like this guy, just greasy. I don't know what can explain it. There was a weird aura about him. Right. Later found out he was a pedophile. That could be the weird <laughs> but, aura. <laughs> uh, yeah, his whole and he had greasy skin. It was really it was so creepy to be around him. And, and now I know why. <laughs> but um, he looks just like this guy. <laughs> it's wow. very. It's unsettling, yeah. <laughs> so he's the new. Um, I can't remember her name. Um, she was with Art for a while. D'Angelo. Yeah, D'Angelo. Right. <laughs> we just talked about her. Um, How did you forget Liz's favorite character? Yeah, <laughs> I talk about her all the time. Angelus D'Angelus. So I just looked up a picture, Lynette, of Jesslyn Wayne Wayne-Lim. Uh-huh. Who plays Evie? Uh-huh. She just has really brown eyes. Okay, all right. All right, that's good. That's good. Okay. Um, and they may that have picked her people. because yeah. her yeah. eyes are so uniform that it kind mm-hmm. of goes with the whole perfection thing that mm-hmm. Neolution is trying to do. Yeah. I mean, I do. there are people that have that so dark eyes and irises that it just it just seemed weird to me. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of her not from the show. Okay. Um, and she just, that's how her eyes are. Okay. I thought it was interesting, The um, all the people in that scene, you know, all the expected, I guess like you would call them expectant parents or mothers, they were all brunettes. Oh, you're right. Were they? I thought one of them was blonde. One of them might be, but it was just so overwhelmingly um, brunette. And, and if there was, there, I don't. I looked very carefully the second time I was going through. I didn't think one of them was blonde. Maybe she had like dark, dark blonde hair. The, like the like blondest, a lighter brown, yeah. Yeah, but the blondest person I saw was actually one of the nurses when when um, Cosima went upstairs. Everyone else seemed to be brunette. 
Mm. Mm. But yeah, the the one lady who showed the picture of her two year old. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think that baby was that cute. I thought it was. Like, he was okay. He was like a normal baby. He had he had dimples and everything, but I don't know something about his hair was weird, and I like I don't know. I didn't think that baby was that cute. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Uh, Elizabeth throwing shade at the baby. I know, I'm a horrible person here. <laughs> but I felt like the baby, and it just could be because I knew it was a Brightborn baby, if it had just been anybody else's kid, you know? But I felt like it was like, that baby looks creepy. Well, I don't know. I think it just looked like a very generic, generic if a baby can look generic. It looks like a very... No, but I get what you're saying, and that is the point. Yeah. It looks like a very uniform baby. Yes. And I think that's why it was so creepy. Okay. Like, um, speaking of the the generic thing, there's a picture. I'll see if I can find it. Of like six or seven white actors in Hollywood right now, and it's Ooh. something like, and white people say we all look alike or whatever. I do. And some, yeah, we do. <laughs> and someone said, well, the funny thing is, Matt Bomber, Matt Bomber is in there twice. <laughs> no, he's not. It's seven different people. <laughs> they all look. You could interchange them, Ooh. and that's kind of how this baby looks. Like he's gonna grow up to be one of those like <laughs> cookie cutter, like the cookie cutter stereotypically attractive, like six foot tall, this type hair, this shape face. That you know what I mean? Oh, so you mean like you know somebody from the Aryan race? Is that what you're saying? Hi. <laughs> I mean, no, but but just the generic, the generic attractive, Rick. like, they're attractive, but there's nothing special about them kind of thing. Exactly. There's nothing that makes them unique, so you're like, oh, hey. So they're going to grow up looking like Paul. <laughs> yes. Looking <laughs> like Paul. <laughs> there you go. Um, but, yeah, it just. Saying that that baby looked like a generic baby is exactly right. Like, if you tried to make a baby on, like, Photoshop to use for an ad and you didn't want to have to pay for a model, that's the baby you would make. (laughs) That would be the baby. All right. I hope this child doesn't traumatize years and years from now. This made it always talk about you. Oh my god, there's like seven of these. What? Like that picture that I was telling you about? Like the one that I was looking for popped up and then like three others that I haven't seen (laughs) popped up. Alright. Will, what did you think of this episode? We lost somebody. Did we? Yeah. Someone's... We must have lost Will. Oh, I heard, you, I'm here. I heard this little one. Yeah, yeah I did was, too. That was me. Apparently, my computer made noise when I sent that picture I was telling you about. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. But it's going to happen again here in a second. <laughs> <laughs> but Will, what did you think of this episode? Oh, am I rating the episode now? Well, no, not rating it. Oh, okay. okay you sorry. haven't. <laughs> say some things now, Will. 
Hey, okay. <laughs> yeah, um... I'm sorry. <laughs> Distraction. Um, He's playing a game right now, aren't you? I'm not playing a game. Mm. I'm just listening. It was a good episode. I liked um, all the different things going on. I was kind of um, missing uh, Mika. I was wanting to see a little more of her, but I'm sure she'll be back. Do you think she's going to be back? I hope so. We can't just... Well, have there been any other clones we haven't seen? Tony. Tony, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I hope Mickey will be back. Um, but it was nice seeing Cosima go undercover. Do you guys think we're going to have another clone at all? Either this season or next season? Or do you think that they've reached their limit? <laughs> I don't think they, they've reached their limit. Yeah, I, we could. I think we could see a brand new clone the last three seconds of the last episode. <laughs> Um, especially with Susan being back um, and it coming to the, cause they've always said they have a five year plan for the show. If the show gets picked up for next season, I could see just all of the other ideas for clones they've had start showing up. Um, maybe even potential style uh, from season seven of Buffy. <laughs> We're just, all the clones start showing up at Sarah's safe house. <laughs> just, <laughs> just wigs for my, uh, miles to see. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, Will made a good point. It was really good to see Kasima doing some undercover work and to see her get out of the lab. Yeah, I think this has been um, uh, Kasima's been underutilized this season so far, and this was really good. And it was. Um, you know, and, and there was a lot of emotion. I mean, there, you know, so much emotion when she was talking to Susan at the end of the episode. Um, you know, so much geek interest, you know, on her part. Yeah. It was, it was just great to see. I was kind of expecting her sickness to come in because I think she coughs like right before, you know, when she like agreed to go in. So I was expecting that to maybe blow her cover somehow. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Then I forgot about it. Yeah. Um, I think Cosima just coughs now. Um, did we cover everything? Is there anything else? Anybody? Any notes that anybody? Oh my God! I was just looking at pictures of Evie Cho. I would like to apologize for my very borderline racist comment <laughs> about her eyes. She's got beautiful eyes. She looks like that normally. <laughs> That's why I double checked. <laughs> That was horrid. That was horrid of me. <laughs> no, but I could see, like, in the in the realm of Neolution, I could see, since she is a Neolutionist, um, that she would have some sort of implant that make her eyes look specifically pleasing all of the time. Whether it's an implant or uh, a contact. So, yeah. so that her eyes don't dilate necessarily in the same way, or they don't show their dilation in the same way so she can't be caught lying or whatever. Or I can be very ignorant, too. <laughs> no, I think having eye implants as a neolutionist makes sense. You can be both. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so Sarah did find out that uh, Helena's missing, but didn't really have time to, I guess, react That's much true. to it. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised she didn't react more, but I guess the... Uh... 
other stuff going on was, too, you know, taking up. I think she reacted as much as she could. But, yeah, there was a lot going on. Um, it concerned her. You could tell she was concerned, but she was like, okay, I'll get back to this. And Allison um, referred to Helena as your sister. Yeah. Um, and that, that hurt. That made me sad. Um, you drop your sister off on our doorstep. She's everybody's sister. It's not that Sarah's the clone and Helena's the tag along. Like, she's one of you too. That's pretty typical for Allison though. She didn't, she wasn't like, oh, Sarah, you're my long lost sister. She was like, who are you? And I'm going to shoot you. You know? Good point. That is. Yeah. And, you know, and then you add in the fact that she has a lot of issues around the pregnancy with Helena. I don't find that very surprising behavior from her. She doesn't, like, warm up to everybody right away. Right. So, it didn't make me happy with her, but I wasn't surprised. And um, Delphine was brought up again. The blonde French doctor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Um, and if you don't like seeing trailers for next episode because you find them to be spoilery, stop listening for the next 10 seconds. Okay, I'm going to stop listening. Cosima <laughs> um, asks point blank about her next episode. Um, so I think that's really important that we finally might get some answers. But I'm glad that um, you can come back, Janice. Okay. Um. I'm I'm glad that Delphine's being brought up and that she's not just a dead lesbian who's been forgotten about or a dead bisexual that's been forgotten about. Like, oh, we killed her. No one needs to worry about her again. Like, she's been brought up in every episode, and I think that's really important. Cool. What about that last scene with um, Kasima and Susan? It was really moving. I, I could see them killing Kasima. Like... Susan implied that Cosima had, had just gone too far and they have to take her out. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. I can actually, I can actually see this happening. Yeah. It would, it would devastate the fan community, but maybe that's necessary to kind of inject a little more tension. There's enough things. attention. They don't need to kill off one of the core clones. And I'm well, surprised it hasn't happened yet, but I don't want it to happen. So I don't want it to happen either, but I, I do feel like she skulked around that hospital for a long time, and it was kind of like, you know, maybe... Well, I don't think Susan's going to let her go. I got a different sense from it. I was, I was worried, you know, um, I was wondering if Cosima is going to be, be tempted to compromise her principles because she's dying. Absolutely, and and and, um, and decide to 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 turn you know to turn Kendall over to them or something so that she you know a, a cure can be found and she can live. Oh. I could I could see that I could see her her not necessarily that she would do it. I don't know if that's the case, but I could just see the wheels turning in her head. I can see it was going to be a painful painful decision for her. I can see her considering it not just to save her own life, but to save other clones. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, 
to get information that she wants in regards to people who may or may not have been shot in hmm in um parking lots I kind of think like Will is like they're due to kill off a big character uh, somebody that everybody loves so no. I still see but I, I went, I, so I'm wondering if they're going to think that she's worth it or if she's just become too much of a liability um, well see the thing is if they kill off our only queer clone yeah <laughs> um, like Maybe, maybe not kill off the queer clone. Well, you know that's that's what they happen. Like though. you, you, you gave us Tony and took him away. Mm-hmm. You killed off Delphine. Maybe don't kill off the only other queer. You know what I like? The other queer female on the show. Uh, they probably won't because they need somebody to explain the science behind a lot of what they're talking about. That's true. That's why You're we right. have Scotty. Okay, goodbye, Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> Scotty's dead. Scotty and Mrs. Yeah. S, I think, are two. Oh, my God. If they kill off Mrs. S, yeah. I will flip some frickin' tables. I think it'll yeah. happen. I think it will. Oh, my God. And if Adele's the one to do it, I will lose my mind. Oh, my God. Why would Adele kill her? I don't know, but that just popped into my head. <laughs> Adele? Oh, well, Stop freaking yourself out. <laughs> freaking Adele. me out. <laughs> Adele will probably kill Felix, and then I'll be mad. <laughs> I'll oh. flip out. Oh, oh yeah. we would all flip out if Felix died. <laughs> yeah, I would be done with the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so done. <laughs> well, I don't know. He's He's been fairly unsympathetic this season. That's true, but I'm not sure it's worth getting killed over. Yeah, but... no, it's not. Quite frankly, if... Sarah's been a real ass this season, too. But, but if she dies, he, I'd still be pissed. I would do, yeah. I think we've resolved Sarah's feelings of jealousy and with that kind of reveal that, yes, it's your sister. I feel like that's her breakthrough moment, and now she'll be less of a dick to Felix. Maybe. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, but Felix won't let her back in. Yeah, he will. He loves his sister. He loves her a lot. He won't let her hurt him again. That's a difference. But he will let her back in. He's just not going to let it go through those those boundaries again because, you know, she crossed crossed him way too much by doing that whole, you know, testing thing. And that's what their whole relationship has been about this season, is finally setting up boundaries, you know. Yeah, boundaries are important between those two. Yeah, because they didn't have any. All right, I think I've covered everything in my notes. Yeah, let's get some feedback. How about we do the other stuff? Oh, we can do that too. <laughs> um, so, Will, who is your favorite clone and non-clone? William. Well, <coughs> Willie. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was talking, but my mic was muted. <laughs> it happens all the time. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> well, my favorite clone is Crystal, of course. Well, yeah, of course. Um, non-clone. I don't know hard this episode. Um, uh, I'm going to say Art. Okay. I do miss Art. He needs to be back more. 
Uh, Matt. Uh, favorite clone. She's got a voice like a can opener. It's Crystal. <laughs> she is hilarious. She just makes me so happy. So, so happy. And non-clone, I'm going to say I was very intrigued by Susan Duncan. So, and also creeped out. But, you know, <laughs> can't wait to see more of her. She's a lot more engaging than uh, Dr. Cody, who... I find oh, I to be sort of like her counterpart. Okay. In a lot of ways. So, yeah, I'm really happy to ha- that we have an actress like this uh, on the show. Yeah. Uh, Lynette? Uh, favorite clone is Crystal, and favorite Don clone is Donnie. Right. I think I have to think oh, for yeah, Donnie. Donnie. Oh, oh, yeah, Donnie. <laughs> um, Janice? My favorite clone is Cosima. Um, All right. I was glad to see that she had more to do in this episode, and I've said these things before, but I'll repeat them. There was, you know, it was nice to see her, her, you know, interest in science. You know, just, she just couldn't help herself, but also the emotion in the scene with the, Susan at the end, where they're talking about um, the, pro, you know, the the dangers of cloning and and the fact that she's sick and and Kendall, you know, using Kendall could help her. Um, my favorite non-clone is actually Adele. I thought she, um, there are a lot of really neat scenes where she, um, you know, she got along with Kira. She had a lot of fun, but, but you could see her reacting to the whole situation between Felix and, and Sarah. And, um, I just thought, I just thought, um, you know, she, she, if she's, the character is certainly a good actress if she's, if she's not completely who she says she is or she's not there innocently. There are a right. lot of great, great scenes, you know, with just, um, mm-hmm. what's, what's the word? Um, the, the, I think what Kira and Sarah come to the apartment and, and, and Adele comes in and there's just all this tension and all, you know, all this um, awkwardness. It was just great. She definitely engages us. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, I was really taken with her, her reaction shots and so forth. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I, I like her. Oh, I don't trust her, but I, I really like mm-hmm. her. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure if I like her yet. Um. So my favorite clone is Crystal, because I was so excited to see her. Mm-hmm. Um, and last week, where it was hard picking a favorite clone, because Lita was just a little meh, and all of our side characters, our non-clones were really elevated I feel kind of the opposite this week like Crystal's my favorite but not too far ahead of anybody else um so it's kind of hard picking a non-clone and I ended up going with Kira because we actually got to see her um and see some of the acting chops that this young actress is is getting and um that Mm -hmm. was really good I I was going to pick Kira too but I couldn't figure out if she was a clone or non-clone (laughs) <laughs> um, she's an alcohol. Um, so I guess she's, but she had a clone mommy. Yeah. Um, well, I wish we could see Cal again. Oh yeah. You can see him right now on Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is any chance they're going to kill him off soon so we can have him back? No, Game of Thrones. Uh, I have no idea. Did I guys tell you tell you about Sister Speak? 
No. Okay, so there's this Game of Thrones podcast called Sista Speak. It's uh, the Game of Thrones recap podcast from a sister's point of view, that they like to say. So these two women, they hate um, Michael Hussman, who plays new Dario in Game of Thrones. Right. They mm-hmm. loved the old Dario. They called him Bucky. They hate <laughs> new Dario. And I'm like, how can you hate him? He's Cal, an orphan black. He's Kira's father. We love him. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it makes me so mad. I I like him. I think he's a very attractive actor and a very good actor. Um, and I really like him on Orphan Black, but I don't like him as Dario. I think the other guy was a better Dario. Yeah, maybe he'll come back then. No, he's no. much prettier than the other guy. Which they is, don't think he's pretty at all, uh, Michael Hussman. Well, That's how you say his name. They're wrong. They. they um, <laughs> And they made fun of his concave ass. There's nothing wrong with his ass. <laughs> you will. I didn't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, no, I was, I was okay with it. Um, will, what is your favorite scene? <laughs> um, favorite scene. I want to. Um, wow. I didn't think about this one. A scene I'm going to say was when um, Donnie gets surprised by Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) That's where my quote comes from. Spoiler alert. (laughs) All right, Matt, what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene was the birth at the end. I was like... Uh, on tender hooks, and we waiting, like, what's it gonna be? Is it gonna be like a spider baby, or, <laughs> or like a shadow baby? Like, what, what is it? What's gonna come out of that? Out of that, I have, of that poor I have woman. To say, um, I was feeling the same way. I was like, oh my god, is it gonna be human? Is it gonna claw its way out? Like, what's happening? Like, oh my god! And uh, it was just, yeah, it was just a, a baby with like a face, my melty face. And then they, you know, the doctor uh, threw it in the uh, against the wall, and it went through a basketball hoop into the <laughs> trash. So yeah, that was a great scene. <sighs> Lynette, <laughs> you guys gotta go see that gif. It's really funny. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> my favorite scene. Oh my goodness. Well, I know this is shallow, but <laughs> and I always pick the same thing. It seems like. Except for it's usually Donnie and Helena. But I really love that whole thing with Donnie and Crystal on the massage table. Donnie <laughs> freak out by touching her and stuff. I just, I really enjoyed that. And if I was going to pick my second, I would probably say anything to do with the inter- interchange between uh, Kira and Sarah this time. Okay. Uh, Janet? Uh, I'm going to pick, yeah, there are a lot of good scenes. I mean, the scene with Donnie and um, Crystal in the massage room were great. <laughs> um, but I'm going to pick the scenes with the scene with Adele um, where Felix has brought her to dinner and um, Sarah says, yeah, she's your sister. Her whole, you know, sense of awkwardness of the situation or wanting to leave and then this is us saying, you know, stay, you're part of the family. I like that scene. Yeah. Um, so my favorite scene um, is anything with Sarah and Kira. I really liked that they got to be back uh, this episode because I really feel like they've always been partners and that was gone for the first half of this season. 
Um, so I really liked that it came back. Um, and then my second would be anything that happened at the dinner table because Felix and Sarah became 10 year olds. It did. Especially with Felix throwing food at Sarah. (laughs) Getting food at her. (laughs) All right. Um, Hey, Will, what's your favorite quote? Uh, Yeah, it's Donnie to Crystal. I have to go shit. (laughs) 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 Matt? Uh, Come back to me. Okay. Uh, Lynette? Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I guess uh, the one that cracked me up the most was Crystal going up to the counter going like, I'm late for my own pregnancy. <laughs> that one was really good. Um, Janice? There are so many in this episode. Um, um, uh, okay, I'll, um, this, is, this is a little cheap, but still. Um, this is at the dinner, and Kira goes, what's a Republican? And Adele goes, oh, yeah. oh sweetheart, let's not give you nightmares. That was really good. <laughs> that was really good. Um, okay, so my favorite was a quote from Donnie to Kasima. Like, my character's gay, but not, like, super gay. So, like, <laughs> don't upplay the lesbian thing too much. And Kasima <laughs> goes, I'm just going to let that slide. <laughs> yeah. That was my runner-up, yeah. Uh, my runner-up was, Uncle Felix, is that a rocket ship? Okay, <laughs> that was my quote. <laughs> Sorry. I had to look it up to make sure I got it right. She says, is, hey, th- is that yeah. a rocket ship? You can call it that. I've met men who do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had that one down, too. That was really good. I'm sorry, Matt. I forgot that you didn't go when it was your turn. Damn it. Elizabeth. <laughs> I, I liked the other, another quote I liked was Ira saying, I'll speak with security. Get them to track down the right leader. <laughs> <laughs> and just his, like, Ugh, yeah, moron. Like yeah. about it, yeah. Yeah. Here's a crystal Nobody's. quote. I just came here to have like a baby. <laughs> Nobody's gonna quote Susan in the pool at the end. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. No. Ew. No, do it well. No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have it. I just <sighs> stirring the pot. It's, yeah. The quote is, ew. No, no, ew, ew, no, 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 ew, ew, ew. (laughs) Will, what's your rating? I'm giving it, um, I'll give it eight and a half out of ten undercover sisters. Aw. Good episode, a lot of stuff going on. Matt? I thought this episode was excellent, and it was entertaining from start to finish. I loved seeing Crystal again. The only problem I had was the coincidence of all the antagonists showing up uh, at Brightborn at like exactly the same time, and yet um, Kasima can wander around pretty much uh, with without concern. She she ran briefly into a person who's like, "Don't go up there," and then proceeded to go up there. Oh, and then later on, Donnie found her somehow in a hallway, and I was like, well, how did he know that she was going to be there? Anyway, that was my only problem with it, but it wasn't enough to really distract me, uh, because uh, otherwise it was just really highly entertaining. So I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 
beautiful baselines to unlock the mysteries of the human genome. Okay. Oh, very good. Uh, Net? Um, I loved this episode. It was fantastic. Um, I didn't see any issues at all, but, you know, that's okay, too. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. Really creepy swimming pool edible complexes. <laughs> Janice? <laughs> um, I like this episode a lot, too. Um, th- there were, you know, great scenes, um, good, you know, good good clones, good characters. Um, I like the fact that we, I think we found out what happened, you know, to Beth. Um, I thought that moved the story along. So I'm going to give it, but I'm not going to give it, I'm not going to rate it perfect. Um, I'm going to give it 9.5 out of 10 scars on Evie's cheek. Um, So this is definitely a middle episode. It is. Um, we're halfway through the season, so, and there, and four, five, and six always feel like middles to me, and so, um, I'm going to give this an eight out of ten titles that are too on the nose or lack thereof. Yes, exactly. Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, so, Janice, what's our uh, feedback this week? Yes, we have feedback. Everything is awesome. Crystal is amazing. I love how she gets a tiny piece of what is going on, but is also so far off the deep end. She's just nuts. More mentions of Delphine. This makes me happy. But the big deal, Kira feels all of the clones. Now that's something serious. I love how she talks about the strongest emotions she feels from them, how Rachel is angry, but poor Helena is lonely. Sarah is still being really selfish, and I'm kind of glad Adele is really Felix's sister. That's from Nutschus. And then, hello all at CDP. I'm flinging wildly random thoughts all around, so beware. As soon as I saw Susan standing there at the edge of the pool talking to Ira, I thought, oh, don't tell me they're together. Then she got in the pool and moseyed over to him, and then it was, yuck. I did not expect to see defects on that poor little newborn baby. They also added some great, daunting, ominous background music when you first see it, too, so that made it a bit more disturbing. That is effed up what they're doing at that place. Curious to find out if you guys thought Sarah was lying or truthful when she confirmed to Felix that Adele was his sister. Right away, I wasn't sure if I believed Sarah. For some reason, I just got a vibe that Scott did tell her they're not related, but then she changed her mind because she felt sorry for Felix or something. But she was so eager, adamant to disprove it, that I'm not totally sure I am right. But going on first instincts, I'll say she was really lying. Maybe she has some sort of other motive to expose her in another way. Donnie was pretty damn fun again, and I thought he really looked good in that suit Allison made him take off. That dinner scene at the end was awkward, but I thought it was so great. I love some TV angst. Are you an arsehole or is it just that thing in your face? Ouch! Not cool, Fee. But I kind of loved his food fling at Sarah. It's such a little kid thing to do. Wonder how many takes they did. I also loved how Jordan's voice dropped lower when he snapped back. What? After S yelled at him. He was pissed. Even though I don't care for this Adele character, and who knows, we may find out that she is not on the up and up, 
I actually found myself feeling bad for her after Sarah kept at her about the gene place she used. I forgot what it was called. I know she was trying to protect Felix, but she was like a dog with a bone. She wouldn't let it go. And I actually was surprised she couldn't wait to tell Felix about getting the DNA samples before she ever got the results. She knew he wouldn't take it well. It seemed a bit spiteful. Their dynamic this season is really interesting. When Donnie and Cosima were going into Brightborn, I loved when Cosima did that move where she pushes her arm away from Donnie when he was putting his hand on her back. It was like she was saying, what are you doing? Stop that. Smiley face. I got a laugh when Crystal kicked Donnie in the nuts. Christian Brune is on fire this season. If you asked me back in season one if I'd like him this much, I would have said, hell no. Favorite non-clone, Donnie. Some favorite quotes. Cosima, so what were you going to do in there exactly? Allison, I don't know. Sarah things. Skulk around. Look miserable. Con people. (laughs) Donnie, I look like a geriatric skateboarder. (laughs) I give this 7 out of 10 kicks to the nuts. Hope you're feeling well, Liz, and your little one is enjoying the podcast in there, too. Maybe those are kicks of approval. And as a side note, thanks for any Buffy references. I always love to hear them because usually for me, it all comes back to Buffy. Have fun podcasting all. And that was from Val Pass. Yay, Val. And let's see. We have one more. Hi, clone dancers. I was surprised that it took so long to get Crystal back on the show. You would think that she is just what a fourth season would need, a character that is fresh, not jaded, is comic, but can also tug at your heartstrings, and that the audience is immediately invested in, exactly the type of fresh air that could bring this show back to life after the problems of the third season. I'm curious to see how much of a role she will have from here on out. I'm wondering if she will only pop in here and there or become more involved in the storyline. I am torn whether she should get inducted into Clone Club. On the one hand, as I am watching the show, I want someone to reach out to her, end her confusion, and welcome her into the sisterhood. On the other hand, there is a lot of potential for the show by keeping her in the dark for the time being. It was, a, it was good to see Cosima have a plot line that doesn't involve either the lab or romance. She was the perfect person to go to to investigate Brightborn. It will be interesting to see if she falls for Susan Duncan's pitch, science, and the possibility of a cure are her catnip. I think when Christian Brune dies, his epitaph should be, I have to go shit. (laughs) I'm still not convinced that Adele is Felix's sister, but I'm not liking Sarah and Felix acting like seven-year-olds. Susan and Ira, that was unexpected. I guess you were wrong about him being castrated. I give this 7 out of 10 eyelid teeth. And that was from Harold. Thank you, Harold. And thank you, everyone. Yes, thank you. And thank you, Val. A little bit does like the podcast. I get lots of movement during the podcast, so I've had to start sitting uh, differently so that the laptop doesn't get kicked. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. This is the middle of the show. This is, we've got like, what, five episodes left? Wow. Yeah. Yep. That means baby's going to be here any time. That is a true statement. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, What is the show next week? What is the title? Um, it is The Scandal of Altruism. And I believe... 
our next guest is Shane. Shane. <laughs> Yay, Shane. So Yay. We'll, next week we'll have uh, the wonderful Shane with uh, episode six, The Scandal of Altruism. So bye, clone dance partiers. We'll see you next bye. week. Wait, I wanted to ask something. What, do you know when Sensei's coming back? No. I think, oh, uh, yeah, I think they're having an episode around Christmas and then the rest of season two next year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know, I'm super way. excited. Yeah. Yeah. So, Janice, have you watched Sensei? I have watched a few episodes, but uh, had to drop it for other things. Very interesting. Yeah. Give it another try. Yeah, up, yeah. Yeah, I really like it. In fact, I might go back and rewatch it because I miss yeah. it. I think I'm with it, too. It gets better and better each episode, so. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. We should mess with his like little bioenergy hobby farm. <laughs> I'm gonna put like an electric eel in one of these tubes. He'll be like, "Great Scott, I've created life itself." 